What's good? How y'all doing this evening? Welcome back to the Forever I Love Atlanta Sports Podcast. It's your boy, The Dunn, with my co-host, Rick Flex. What's good? What's good, my man? Hey, we got a, we got a great show lined up today, man. I'm excited. All right, and then we also got AFN, Mad Mike Sports um, in the building. What y'all doing? Miss Maggie, go ahead and introduce us. Please, yes, um, it's Miss Maggie T with Atlanta Falcons Nation. Of course, that's my partner right there, Atlanta Falcons Nation, Matt Mike Sports. We on here just excited to kind of do this as a combo show because you know what? We got one of the greatest on right about now, guys. You probably are. No, 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 we got to do this right. We got to do it right. The greatest running back in Atlanta Falcons uh, history. history. Right yes. Let him. Okay. I was going to let right him, here. you know, kind of say his spill and get in no, and get we gotta in. Introduce you know, the great. It's, yes. No, no, no. We got to We got to introduce the greatest running back in Falcons history. The greatest running back. Know it, bro. He needs respect. <laughs> Your boy needs his respect, man. You know what? You know what? You know what? Hey, I'm not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? I want it. I want it. I don't, on, need it. I don't need that stiff arm from the yeah. ball, man. I, I'm man, just, Mike, I'm just gonna but you, say that. But you, you know guys, what? You know what, though? Here's, here's, my, here's my thing. What happened? See? Can you go away? Y'all done scared the man off. away. His connection lost. His um, connection <laughs> lost, but. Connection lost. It'd it be fine. He'll be back. When, when, he come back. when he come back, we're going to give him the introduction. The introduction. Mm-hmm. And, hey, uh, where's Devontae? Anyway, but. Um, hey, y'all already know what to do. If you're new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, feel the sports mm-hmm. podcast. Also, hit that like button, share this content out with other line of sports fanatics, and hit us up in the comment section. As always, come holler at your hometown sports podcast. All right. Um, y'all go ahead and plug y'all information. I'm gonna try to yeah. figure out where he at. Okay, yeah, I think his connection was going in and out, but um, that's pretty much, you know, follow us. If you're watching on Fila, follow us on Atlanta Falcons Nation. Um, if you're already following on Matt Mike Sports, make sure you give us a subscribe. We are at a 500 at the point moment. We appreciate y'all. But if you guys are watching Atlanta Falcons Nation and Matt Mike Sports, make sure you're also going over to Fila Sports and get on. But we got him back in the lobby right, again. That's okay. That connection. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, no, we got on. crazy. We got crazy weather here. I- hear it like outside so i don't know what you guys are okay. experiencing but the wind and everything is over here is wild and i'm like like everybody else like a couple days ago we lost power for like half the day so man it's wild then it was like warm and so it's crazy i'm back though i'm back <laughs> all right good all right hey you know what i did try to invite uh bone crush on you know, so you you know you squash that beef with him. You know, well, you know I love you know I, I love Bone Crusher. So I would I definitely don't have any beef with Bone Crusher. I'm saying if if the team is gonna come at me, um, an artist to say they want him to do a Dirty Bird video and you support the team, of course. I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at Bone Crusher at all. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I love that dude, man, and so. You know, we used his music a lot to get hyped up. So I think that part, that whole part of it was dope. I just feel like, I mean, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, it's weird that, you know, that that whole thing went down like that. And I saw it like y'all saw it. So it went, I didn't even know it was going down. But so if you try to bring that back, like, I'm down. 
Like we obviously, if you follow me, I mean it's clear where I, where I am with this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Even in my time mm-hmm. with uh, network TV and all my things, I've always been like you know from debating Skip about Matt Ryan way back when and other people. So it's like I've always I'm always down with the organization. So that you know it's just weird to me, like you know how the whole thing played out, where it's like I'm literally like you know the dirty bird, you know. Like these kids that come in here on the Falcons and and and, and you know and score and want to do the dance. These kids all grew up in Atlanta. Like these kids know this dance. These guys playing now, they know this dance because of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's like to try to like you know use the name and all this other stuff. And you know, so it was just wild. You know. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this know, question, man. I, I got a, I, I got this question for you. I absolutely have this question question for you, man. Like, what what? And I asked Chuck this. I Chuck. I asked Chuck this this question. And what do you want the Atlanta Falcons? There's a lot of misconceptions about you, man. This is your chance to really clear everything mm-hmm. up as far as you know, just who you are. What do you want people to know, know about Jam? That there's a misconception out there, like okay, like Jam. I thought Jam with this, but you know what I'm saying. Like, what is that misconception you want to clear up with the fans? Is, is there something you want to clear up with the fans? Yeah, that, that, that's what we need to know, man. Like what? Like tell me. You, I don't know what the, I don't know what the misconception. Okay, okay. Are. Since since we did, since you went there, I got one for you, man. I got one for okay. you. This is this is. Look, man. Look, your boy, man, Mike. I'm telling you right now, man. This is this is my first. This is my first thought when I saw it. Anybody who know me know this is true. I thought you was a little, just a little bit, just a little what? bit. Disqualified. Oh, a disqualified former player who just wasn't getting his way. Am I wrong? Tell me, am I wrong in that, in that aspect? Okay. Because that I was like just being. As far as you, you know, you want certain things, you feel like you deserve certain things, and you was basically airing things out, you know, in a way that some might say that, you know, it, it, it was perceived as negative. Nah. Like you jumping on these guys when you jumping on these guys when things are, are bad. Am I wrong for that? Yes, for sure. I mean, if you look at me, man, I think. If you even just look at how I've been, I don't know, you could like look through my whole timeline. I'm very supportive. And the only time was like last year where I was like, oh, why are they winning games? Other than that, like when they won up in Minnesota, I'm like, this is a team that, you know, three games, other games that they for sure should have won. So I'm the person tweeting out saying, hey, guys. You know, it's not over. I don't think that we should be thinking about, like, draft positions because we're only six or seven games into the season. And I'm like, I even gave an example, like, you know, because in 97, you know, we went one and seven, and we lost a bunch of close games. And then that same team went six and one until we lost the last game of the season. But that is the same team that everybody likes to remember in 98. But we started really balling in 97. Like midway through the season, I mean, we were like, I think, yeah, we were like twenty and four, you know. Yep. So it wasn't like, you know, when we got to the Super Bowl, we had a, we were, it was down pat for us, you know. And and the other thing is, 
I've made a point of like, if you ever notice, man, like I'm not really around like that. I never wanted to be like when I stopped playing for the Falcons, and even when I was doing, you know, working at ESPN and Fox and all these things, I'll be doing TV stuff again. I never been one of those people who wanted to be like I understood what I was with the franchise. Like again, there's no place I go in America, especially sports town, where somebody's not screaming "Dirty Bird." I'm forever associated yeah. with the franchise. So, yeah. but for me. You think I don't want them to be good? <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when when we rolling, man, I'm rolling. You know, so it's like it's all good all the way around when it's going down like that. And so for me, I made a point of not necessarily going up to the facility when I stopped playing, or like trying to like be all all around because I saw ex uh, other ex players who always had an opinion, and I was like, man, I never want to be that dude. So my tact has always been to be supportive, just like, you know, when I was saying again on Twitter about supporting the guys that are there now and how I like all the players. I like this team. I like the guys on the team, man. Todd Gurley's my dude. I was so happy he came back. I don't want to see some of the stuff that's going on with them, you know, happening. So for me, it was like, I know something deeper is a problem and there's, there's a, there's some operational things that I think that, um, I've had a hard I have I've had some issues with and you know for me it's like you know everybody else is catching these consequences except one dude and I'm like hmm okay mm, so did, you know and so for me that that was my thing and uh, you know a lot of things change with how they operated with a lot of people and you know again when I when I was going on what I was saying about it, like, I sincerely believe, like, how is Jesse Tuggle not in the Hall of Fame? How is Tommy Nobles not in the Hall of Fame? I love like, how is Mike, I how is Mike, myself. Yeah, how is, like, Mike Cannon not in the Hall of Fame? But you don't know. You wouldn't even know because they don't really get no shine, you know? Nothing. There's really nothing yeah. that comes through for them. I mean, Jeff Van Note. Like, I mean, I saw Tommy, like, fan. And I, again, I'm not going to get into our conversation, man, but, like, mm -hmm. you know, when I was covering, when I was working for the radio station and we were like up at training camp broadcasting, it was like we had to have passes and this, that, and the other. It was real funny style, man. But they have yeah. some interesting people up there. And I'm like, bro, what, what am I going to do? Attack Matt Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's, it's like a situation where, you know, we there's no difference between us now. Mind you, my surgeries and what I did and how I brought, what I brought to the table. Like, I'm not even asking for you to, like, roll out no red carpet, but, like, to be trying to play exactly. us on some passes and do you have passes on your field. And I'm like, you don't even exist, bro. They act like you don't even exist. It's yeah. like 60 yeah. people on the sidelines over here, and I'm like, so just wild stuff like that, man, where I was like, whew, you know, and we over here actively, like, broadcasting the morning show, like, pumping them up, and, like, we want to see – Obviously, we want to see them guys do well, man. Like we, we want them dudes to, you know, play like the Dirty Birds and win football games and and have a nasty attitude and bring that to the table. Like we, you think we want to? None of none of none of the guys who are around. But like, I mean, Terrence Mathis, man, you would have even know that my dude played, and I'm like, he was a Terrence was a baller. I mean, where Terrence came from and what Terrence did over the course of the seasons, but do you you wouldn't even know it. And again, I understand. I'm not trying to say they gotta like do some post every week for some ex great player, this, that, and the other. 
but bro, like Terrence's birthday come up, y'all can't give him a shout. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You're right. Absolutely. That dude was a. I mean, I just like man. That dude was a monster, and but you, know, you know he. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, no, uh, I'm just saying. So it's like things like that. So like other than, like I don't care. Like all of that stuff is not like really, not necessarily even about me. That's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not my point. I'm just yeah. telling you. There's a way that great organizations who have consistent success how they operate. And this is why they're great organizations who have consistent success. Okay? That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah. And there's been yeah, this absolutely. funny, there's been this funny, like, we're not, man, we were sitting at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. I'm going to tell you something now. And Chuck Smith was at the table. We had tuxedos and stuff, right? Mike Smith got up there mm-hmm. in front of the crowd and said, we are not like those old Falcons. Like, we didn't go to the Super Bowl. Like, we, like, wow. the bomb squad didn't leave. Like the bomb squad didn't lead the league in sacks. We looked at each other at the table and tuxedos like. Now I get it. You know what? It it, it makes it makes no no no. It It makes so much sense now because like we go to training camps and stuff, and like you know we look at all the fundraising and we don't even see you guys that much. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. you may see you may see Steve Barkowski, you may see JC Tuggle, and that's about it. You know, that's about it. I don't really see Bob. It's not a welcoming environment, man. Yeah, I don't see Bob. I don't have to tell you about it. It's not a welcome. It's not a welcoming environment. And, you know, we've been broadcasting local TV. It's not like anybody's again. I think for the most part, you know, um, even when there's times that we could have been critical of what was going on, we, we try to be supportive, you know, again. I've had a relationship mm-hmm. with players who play there. It's just like it's not one of those things where nobody's trying to like dog them, man. We want to see them do good, man. Like life is better for everybody when they do good. I'm just as stressed as y'all when this stuff go haywire. You see me, right? right. I just said I mean, my brothers. Like we have a thread in my brothers. It was like, oh, happy Sunday. I'm like, boy, it was stress free, and we also won. You know. And it was dope, like people hitting me up, like, yeah, Troy Aikman gave us a shout out and stuff. Man, it was dope to see somebody like, yeah, because we, we had a certain attitude in the way that we played, man. We tried to, all I tried to do when I came here, I never lost in my life. I was never part of a losing season in my life. I refused the attitudes and the energy that I saw here. And my entire time here, I was like, I'm trying to bring a winner here. I'm going to do everything I can to bring a winner here. I came from nothing. They didn't give me opportunities to be the starter. I earned everything, man. I came from the literal mud, like going up against the going up against the first-team defense, putting heads on them guys where Chuck Smith and Jesse was like, yo, y'all got to let this young guy play. And even when I got out there to play, it was like you go through this whole process where you're getting paid the most, this, that, and the other. Man, I came from the ground, like literally. You know what I mean? And my whole entire thing here was to build a winner and to br- and bring a team to the table that had a certain attitude, you know? Exactly. And so, like, when we came, when I came up with the Dirty Bird, it was literally how I came up with it. I was like, we have a history here. Bro, Light Shoes is the first dude recognized as a big-time celebrator, okay? And he did the yeah, he was He was prime time before prime time. Hello. Prime and then you have prime yeah. time with the famous yeah. high step. I literally, like, Remix those dance and combine the two to make the dirty bird because I was like, This is what we do here, and nobody was really paying attention to us while we were winning football games. And so I was like, We got to do something else 
to make ourselves stand out. And that's where the whole thing came from, you know? But that was all, uh, it was like, this. that's the energy in Atlanta. Like, you know, we, we you know, we, we at the games and hanging out with Outkast and JD and Dallas Austin. These are all our friends, but we trying to do something here because you see this whole energy, especially happening there with the music and everything else with the culture. And it's like, yo, man, we, I'm like, yeah, there's no was, way. That was the greatest time. There was time. no way when I got here. There was no way when I got here, I was like, I would be damned if we don't win some football games here. Like, mm -hmm. the, the greatest regret of my career is getting hurt twice in my prime. But I'm guarantee you it would have been a different show oh yeah oh yeah hey yeah. man yeah, yeah, you, you, you got hurt you got there, you got hurt the last year hold on you got hurt the last year when oh. vic when vic got drafted you know i'm and saying like, man everybody everybody was hyped up for that uh oh one season who you telling man, i mean look man oh. a lot of people don't know my man's playtime got affected when, when i got hurt in 2001 but we playing carolina remember we i think yeah we playing carolina and we were like on the goal line, and I was supposed to get the ball. <laughs> I hit on Mike, black 17. I'm like, is he checking out of my surefire touchdown? <laughs> and, Vic, and, Vic had a, and Vic had a check with me. So he looked back at me, and I was like, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I remember we were in New Orleans, man, and he was like, Cape, uh, no, this was not New Orleans. We were we we had played New Orleans and we came came back home. This was like the second preseason game. I think the first time we were in the dome, and he came up to me. We had this banter back and forth, and he was like, "Yeah, man, this is the first time I seen somebody who had more jerseys than me." I said, "You in the Dirty Birds house, baby?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, exactly. I knew I knew I knew it was only a matter of time because obviously what Mike brought to the table, we were all thrilled by that. But I, I think that was the first time he came in the stadium and somebody had as many jerseys as him. <laughs> hey man, they like that to act right like there, we didn't that, bring. That, they like to act like we didn't bring it to the table though. Yeah, yeah. I was stiff on my whole defenses, bro. I was stiff on the Hall of Famers for these birds, man. I, 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 you can't you you gonna act like I didn't come here and put it down. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. So you know yeah. some of the other stuff that happened. I, I I let stuff slide off for a little while, man. And here's the thing: when things have happened in my personal life that don't bring a positive light to the franchise, let me keep it 100. I'm the first one that back up. I don't want that. I don't want that shine on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like when I know what I need to do, what I needed to do to, to get myself in a position to be good, it was like I never want that kind of energy around him. You know what I'm saying? I like pulled out of events when stuff happened in the past. So right. it's not a it's not, you know, I don't I don't expect anything crazy for them, but like to you know, that was wild, man. And I held that and then the fact that we were we weren't even I wasn't even gonna say nothing about not honoring the '98 team until we found out the Minnesota Vikings honored their team in week two of the same season. So mm. like the 20th anniversary of the first Super Bowl team, nothing, no nothing. Wow. You didn't have yeah, to invite I me, man. Like I'm not even. I remember. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't care if I'm not the one you bring out. They've done events like that before. Where it was like they had other people there. I, whatever, man. Just respect the squad. Like I don't even care if it's not me. That's my whole point. You, I'm. You ain't gonna forget me. 
Regardless of what the organization now, he, did. He, he's my thing. Here's my thing. And, and and this is and I'm getting more pissed off as I'm as I'm listening to you, you know. Um now we know we know we know what happened with Mike Vick, you know, and with the you know dogs and he went to jail and everything, and he lied to, he lied to Arthur Blank twice about it. Yeah, but guess what? In 2016, they brought him back. Yes, you ain't doing that wrong, Jamal. What the hell? Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what you do. Did you sleep with a man's wife or something? Or, you know, like I, like, I don't know. Did you? No, 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 no. I'm just look, I'm just trying to figure what out. You man. You wow. <laughs> You wow! <laughs> hey, hey, that's a summer hill in me, man. That's his, that's his own three in me. No, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not even mad at you. No, no, I don't even think it's like that. I feel like it's um, you know, I I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain to me. I think that that, that was my thing. Like the whole the the Dirty Bird video. That, that was like, whoa, that's wild, man. You know, and yeah. I, I, it's cool. Like, man. He's not gonna have the original Dirty Bird on that. Like seriously. Oh yeah, my boy uh, Reggie. He in the he in the chat right now. He loved that video, by the way. <laughs> Yo. Wow. You know, I feel like <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like when it I feel like when it came out, everybody was like bugging out about it, and I was like, it was, it was trash. People, it was well, people trash, were calling man. me left left real. and right. And I was like, damn, it's one thing not to use the OG. And then it's another thing for the video to be like, because I would at least got the got it right. You know what I mean? Exactly. I would have had Bone Crusher. I would have had Bone Crusher right. So he probably want to hit me up so we can redo it or something. Now, I don't know. Yeah. I want to see these guys. Listen, I want to see these guys do well, man, because it's better, it's better for all of us. And I really want to see. I, I'm about. I also have a beef when the franchise doesn't get respect. Like, I'm like. You know, I know we we haven't won a Super Bowl, but it's so wild to me. Like they do these NFL Network Week, it's like the 49ers Week or the Steelers Week or it's Dallas Week. You know, I'm like, man. So I I I'll, I'll be at their next too. I'm like, man, we had good players too, and that's why I feel like there's this discrepancy. Atlanta don't get no guys. respect. Period. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Man. Again, like, man, you like right, you, right, Maggie. Like ESPN, like you do not like they they do not. It ain't just a foul. It's just the whole city. They just see us as a as yeah. a destination for Magic City and rap videos. That's it. But when it comes to sports, we don't get that respect. We don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Nah. It's you know, and you gotta, and that's something you gotta earn. Obviously, we've had a tough run. There's no question about it. Um, you know, again. I, I, nobody spends more time than me. Like, man, you know, I got hurt when Vic came in, and there's no telling what could have happened. You know, I was a part of recruiting, helping bring Warwick Dunn in, and who would, who knows what would happen if I would have got hurt. I love TJ Duckett, by the way, and that was my dude. And we, we, we were we used to hang out and stuff, and it was people would see us out at eating or something, and they'd be like, "Oh, Jamal, just that another." And I'm like, "There's, T- let me introduce you to TJ Duckett." They'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> and I'm like, no, TK was a big dude, and the dudes came to play. So that DVD backfield, you can't even hate on it. You know what I'm saying? Like they were putting up numbers, but I mean, who knows what would have happened if I wouldn't have got hurt? I certainly think my influence on Mike and the way our relationship was starting to really form, it would have been different. And I think that's something that maybe Dr. regrets because he he would have had a much better understanding. 
understanding of what it meant to be a leader and how to be a leader. Because I learned from guys like Jesse, you know, um, and, you know, Chris Chandler and, you know, those Chuck Smith and those guys, you know, we had Morton Anderson. Those guys' lockers were all by mine. And there's, it takes, you know, when you're handing over the keys to the franchise, man, you got to surround you got to surround a guy with the proper tools to be successful. And that's not just from a coaching point of view. That's about the personnel that you surround him with. Who else is going to be able to influence him, especially when, um, you know, you have a player like Mike who comes from where he comes from. Now y'all hear all the stuff because he's tell, he tells you in these interviews now. Now you know everything that's going on when you watch the 30 for 30s and stuff like that. But there's no question in my mind. I'm watching this guy on the field, and I go, you know, I remember I called my dad. I said, well, uh, you know, I think I think we got a unicorn. And he was like, like, I said, this dude, he's like shifty and fast like Barry Sanders. His arm is as good as Jeff George, which is, was an arm, which was a legendarily good arm. And I was like, this guy's a freak. And this freak of nature is going to be under center every snap. I said, so if he knows where he's going with the ball and he takes the time to learn and apply himself, I don't know how they're going to stop him. Because he's a freak of nature. I mean, he's literally, you know, when he, the day he showed up, he was, you know, and this, this is me on the team. He's one of the best runners on the team already. And then his arm and everything else. And so for me, it was like, obviously getting rid of Dan and doing what they did, I think was not also not good because Reeves, was on him a little bit more and they realized the error in those ways but it's like you see guys now it's like you know let me take joe burrow for example you drafted like joe burrow man give him a line you know (laughs) and then and then joe burrow's a different type of dude though who's going to come in a different way and so the way mike came in and i'm not knocking nothing about him on the iverson side of it you need to surround that type of guy with positive leadership and veterans who are going to teach him how to be a pro and to mature in the game and also be successful and what it takes to be successful, okay? Mm-hmm. All of those things matter when you have a player like Mike because we, I'm like everybody else when I look at the highlights, but I lament when I look at the highlights of the great plays, I think more or less, man, it could have been so much more. You know what I'm saying? And how, how, it, all, how it all went. But I'm glad... Mike has done a fantastic job. I love what he's doing. I love the work he's doing. I love um, the way he has rehabilitated himself. I get mad when people are unnecessarily come out at, at him because he did so much to make amends for his uh, for his charges. You know. Yeah, want to go into your next question. Rick, you got a question for him? Oh man, I'm just like, I mean, I'm just soaking it in. I mean, just like what he said to me earlier, just kind of, I mean, it's, I mean, he's soaking in a legend, right? I mean, why in the world would, like you said, he's tied to the Atlanta Falcons forever. Why in the world would he want to be tied to a franchise that doesn't succeed? It makes no sense. No, no. So, my Sundays are very much like you guys, man. My family laughs at me because I have the game on and I'm like, my day changes based on how the guys, the guys win or lose. Okay, my dinner on Sunday is better when the birds win. Okay, you know I've I've responded. You you have a better chance of me responding to your text messages and calling you if we win, 
like some of the catastrophic losses, I'll be like, ah! you know, I'll be, <laughs> man, I'm mad, you know, but I'm also like, I love Matt Ryan. I think he's been outstanding for the organization. Um, you know, I think um, I don't get some of the stuff that he goes through. I know it's not flashy or whatever, but it's crazy. And I'm like, you know, I also would like to see, you know, and talking to Julio and being around him, I would, you, you would just love to see a generational talent like that. You know, that's what pains me so much about being in Houston. I'm like, you know, like, haven't been there because you want to see. Oh, man. Listen, man, I'll tell you guys a story, man. So, you know, our Super Bowl was in Miami, okay? So, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not oh, talking we about remember. We remember. We remember. Yeah. We remember that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was all ready to go. So, um, you know, I'm not talking about any of the, that part of it. But when we got to Miami, I remembered um, I'm, a, I'm a student of the game, and I like to consider myself a, like a historian with what with football and I love the old players and Jim Brown is the reason I wore 30 or 32. So I'm like, I remember, man, and I was like, we're in Miami. We're at the facility in there. And I'm like, guys, I remember Dan Marino got to the Super Bowl in year two and he never made it back. So like, that was me all week. I was like, you just, you know how hard, how much it takes to get there and like everything that has to fall into place for you to go on the run like we ran on. So I was like, if you remember the first game of the Super Bowl, I tried to run through the whole Broncos defense. <laughs> like, I was beyond amped, and I was like, I'm, I was ready to go. I was ready to go. I was ready for my moment. You couldn't have told me at the end of that game that I wasn't going to be doing Wheaties, and uh, I was going – I my, my Disneyland commercial, boy, I had Michael Jackson that I was about to pull out when I said I'm going to Disneyland. Y'all was gonna be tired of me. <laughs> so I was ready to go, man. Really and so it, huh? you I'm listening, man. I was like I was practicing uh I was practicing parade <laughs> on floats. So but I mean but I just felt like that whole entire week, I'm like, it just takes so much to get there and now we see because we mm-hmm. what the excellent run that happened in twenty sixteen. I mean I was there when Green Bay beat us in twenty twelve. Um and then I was there when the San Francisco game happened. I was in the dome for both of those games when we had those teams. And obviously it was painful, but, you know, when it was so magical when they won in the dome and it was the last game. It was just like it was great to be there for that. So there's been moments, man, but it just takes so much to get back to that point. And so, you know, you watch these close games. Like I said, this year, it's like, man, if they would have won those three games when they had to leave, you know, this similar things happened to the San Diego Chargers this year. I'm like, then you're looking at a different team. Now, mind you, um, you know, Quinn probably would still be the head coach. And again, I had no problem with that. Quinn. Everybody liked him. I liked I, I liked what he was about. Um, you know, maybe he could have been a little bit more influential and, um, you know, doing some other things to kind of oh. connect the histories. But Accountability. Keyword. Yeah, that's the thing, uh, and, and that's that you know, but it, but here's my thing. You talk about a coach, man. Like Dan Reeves, man. To me, it that that's coaching. He held yeah. he held y'all guys to accountable, and we talk about standard. Like y'all had a standard in that locker room, yeah. And and it and it tra- and it translated on the field. No doubt, man. Listen, I used to be like <laughs> that dude used to be on me. I swear he called me the politician. 
because I had, I had a little, well, you know, I had a little debate about everything. I'd be like, well, coach, let me see. Uh, uh, can I see? You know, I, I was trying to have a point about everything. So he used to be like, yeah, me and Bob had a little routine, but he, he was big about like, he didn't care if you were a starter. His thing when he first came in is like, you got to do scout team reps too. And I was like, Dog, you ain't seen me have 50 catches last year. Wow, really? <laughs> no, he didn't. Hey, Dan Reeves didn't care about none of that stuff, man. And so, like, if you put your helmet on the ground, you know, you couldn't leave, you couldn't put your helmet on the ground. Like, you couldn't lay it around. Your helmet could never be on the ground. So you had to be on the knee with your helmet, stuff like that. Like, it was like, wow. you know, back to square one. And so once we, you know, it was it was a tremendous change in terminology and the mentality and what we were doing offensively. I mean, we were going from a run and shoot to where we were running like power, mm-hmm. power where we were pulling the off tackle guard and the and the and the, ta- the tackle, the, the tackle and was the guard that a common thing? Was that a common thing? Was that a common well, that thing? Was a, thing pulling guard. Well, for when you were running power power plays like we were doing, yes. So you'd see Dallas do some variations of that. And remember, so I came from a situation in Utah where I really didn't have a fullback. So Bobby Christian comes in in 97, Dan's wow. first year. And I'm looking at dude and I'm like, that's my fullback. <laughs> Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Wait, wait, wait. I'm like. My fullback smaller than me. <laughs> and, oh man! I remember the first week of practice. I was like, "Well, I don't know, man. I don't know." But I tell you right now, man. When Bobby Christian, this is how much it changed. First of all, he was brilliant. Second of all, he he was a fantastic player, and he gave unbelievable effort. So we got so close when he got hurt in New Orleans in '98 on our run to the Super Bowl. When he was on the sideline, I had tears in my eyes. That dude was like my security blanket times 10. You know what I'm saying? And I had, I mean, you remember what I was doing that year? So I'm like, oh, you know, we are, we're, we're, we're having a historic, we're having a historic run. And he was huge to us, not just in blitz pickups and passing games and our communication. And he really saw and felt what I was doing. So we would be moving like through the hole like this, you know? And so, you know, Kozlowski came eyes. in and he, huh? I said, he was your eyes. He was man, your eyes. He's yeah, man. I'm he telling you. So him. I went, you know, I went from when he first came in to being like, <laughs> to like being, but when he came out of the Saints game, I'm like, like what's wrong with Jamal? I'm like, why he hurt, man? <laughs> I'm like, what am I going to do? I was like Sealy on the bus after that game, man. And we won. Ooh, so man. He, was a, he was a tremendous player for us, man. He's a fantastic guy. He was an unbelievable guy in the locker room. And so, I mean, every chance I get, I mean, I, I try to give him his props. So he was, he was a baller, man. Uh, another thing happened on uh, 98. Uh, mm-hmm. in, it wasn't the Atlanta Falcons, but it was a former Falcon tatted up in the ring, Goldberg. And oh. then uh, I remember the episode. I remember. I remember the end of the episode. Um, um night I seen that picture January, too. Yeah, January fourth. Yes. After I guess the Nobody NWO. About this. NWO. Oh, uh, NWO tattoo. Man, this. I know about. Man, I know about WCW. Hey, man. man, I know about some WCW. But yeah, but like at the end, I guess at the end of the show. 
he brought all the uh, Falcons players out. You was out there. I thought, man, I'm yeah. thinking like you about to you about to attack Hogan or some uh, or Nash. I'm like, <laughs> listen to me, man. I gotta tell you. you. Let me. No, they did not believe me. <laughs> so, so me and Goldberg. Okay, when I got to the Falcons in '94, right? Goldie was on the squad too. Okay, so we mm-hmm. he did not. We were not dressing for games. Okay, but we were mm-hmm. traveling with the team. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, we were in San. <laughs> Hold on, man. We were in San Francisco. <laughs> we were in San Francisco, man. And Goldie was like, "Hey, man, you know, we weren't dressing, and San Francisco was a tough place for us to play, obviously. And and you know, Steve Young and those boys went on a roll that year. And I remember Goldie was like, "Hey, man, I know a place back there where we can get." to drink. I was like, what? Huh? This guy knew where the concession stands was and everything, how to get around there. I was like, oh, man, this dude was a He was one of a kind, man. He was an intense teammate. He was always like one of the guys, always had great energy. He just kept getting injured. You know, he just kept kind of getting banged up. And that was kind of the thing that happened to him. His body would end up failing him in some situations so he wasn't able to stay out there so when he took off man and his whole thing took off in the wcw i mean we were thrilled for him and it was a trip because it was like our ascensions match the franchise and then hit goldbergs and then it was like we both in 98 you know they were coming to the georgia dome and he was like yo man this is what i would do i was like whatever man so I went. I went to a couple of events with Goldberg, and um, you know, we went to see him. Uh, when Chuck and Chuck took the kids down to go see him at the big event last year at WrestleMania. He's still a great friend, and you can see from his posts, man, how how much he loved being a part of the team, and we love oh, yes. to be there to help him out. I remember, man, I was like me and Jesse always had this thing, um, you know, when the big games are coming around, especially like when. I remember, like, NFC Championship and the Super Bowl. <laughs> we were like, all right, man, so whoever gets introduced to the NFC Championship, the other one's getting introduced at the Super Bowl. So here we are already thinking about the Super Bowl, right? Mind you, we're going to play 15-1 Minnesota. So I'm about to get into this debate. I'm about to get this debate. Uh, I'm about to get into this debate with Jesse Tuggle, and we like, going to flip a coin to see. Because not mine, it's, a, it's an honor to be – you know, introduced for the NFC championship, but we, we weren't going to be home. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nah, coach, the defense has been balling. I think defense should get introduced in Minnesota. Because <laughs> I, I was already trying to line up me coming out last of the tunnel at Miami. And I remember, I remember Jesse was like, no, no, Jam, Jam's trying to get away. No, no, no. What you, what you got planned? What you got planned? Hello, Jam, what do you got planned? And I was like, no, nah. so we flipped the coin and, D- and the defense won. And I was like, yeah. So I'm like, all we got to do is win. And I'm the last one out the tunnel at the Super Bowl, man. So it was wild. I saw somebody just write um, RIP Craig Hayward. That was my guy. I got Ironhead stories for days, for days. That's one of my great regrets, too. When we had June Jones in 96, we waited to, like, the last game of the season. I don't know if you guys have seen that clip where um, Ironhead is out and he hits Jeff Loggum in the defensive end and knocks his helmet off and then Craig kicked his helmet across the field. Yes. Oh, I tell that story in speeches sometimes because I couldn't believe it. 
But man, we, we waited so long to like, we were both there at the same time. We were doing the run and shoot. And so it wasn't until like the last game of the season where we actually lined up in the I formation. And I was like, th- this was my mentor, man. I, I love that guy. Um, you know, and I miss him all the time. Rest in peace. I'm so happy to see his sons doing what they're doing. But this is an example of what I'm talking about. Like, Craig, when he got to Atlanta, he he was resurrecting his career. But he had such a, oh, a great attitude. And the way he played and the way he blocked, I mean, he was like having alignment in the backfield. And I remember June saying to me, you could run and catch, but until you could pick up the blitz like Craig, it's going to be hard to play you. And I was like, he I was already going to pick up the out. Straight up, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was it was no two ways about it. But it set a tone for the rest of the running backs and his leadership. And he was he was a great teammate. And um, Ironhead was a man. He's got a he will have a whole he has a whole chapter in my book. Trust me, he's he he he's earned it. But um, I miss him, and uh, he was a fantastic teammate. Hey Maggie, you got a question? Yeah, I do have a question. It's kind of going, um, taking you back a little bit, Jamal. Um, we always know about the 30 bird and everything else, but I do see, I watch you faithfully. I watch everything that you do. I see what you're doing with your son and football and everything. Your daughter, she's, you know, all your kids are beautiful, but I know that you're raising him to be a football player, but was football always something that you always wanted to play? You know, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if you guys know my boxing background. My dad used to work for um, my dad worked for Muhammad Ali first, and then Sugar Ray Leonard. I remember and then Mike, you saying that. Yeah. And then Mike Tyson. So I, I mean, it's I grew up around three of the greatest boxers of all time, you know. And so, and that's what I also tell people. It makes I'm like when you think about it, what was the key feature of my game? The stiff arm is basically a jab. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where it came from. I used to have to hit the heavy bag and the speed bags when I was Got a kid. You. And everybody Man. thought I was like, Man, dude. Huh? Yeah, that's that's crazy. I said, you give us something. I, I never knew that. Yeah, I yeah. never knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, everybody, we got pictures, man. We used to be up in Deer Lake Training Camp when Muhammad, um, when Muhammad was still, was Muhammad, I was a young, very young, but we'd be, man, we got pictures of us hitting the bags and speed bags when I'm like six, seven, eight years old. And then, you know, with Sugar Ray Leonard and then being around Mike Tyson, that was like, everybody's like, oh man, they're probably, I got four brothers. They're probably going to be boxers. One of them's basketball, another one's basketball, I'm football. I don't know, man. It was always my thing. Like my dad said, since I was like, He's like, since I can remember, you're like two years old, you're watching TV, and you start trying to get in a three-point stance on your own. And so he started just putting me in a three-point stance, and that was always my thing. And on Saturday mornings when I was like, I can remember as early as like six and seven years old, where kids would maybe race to go cartoons, I'm trying to hear like John Facenda and watch old NFL highlights. That's where I fell in love with like Jim Brown and Marion Motley. I used to watch some black and white clips. And I was like, I wanted, this is what I wanted to do. I just, the physicality of it. And when I first got on the football field, it was like home for me. Now, I played baseball. I ran track. I don't have a track body. But I did 
I, I did used to dust them kids. <laughs> She's like, you're not going to win this 100 meters with those big legs. Man, I'd be past them so quick on my Gatorade before the race was over. Just... <laughs> I, mean, I, I, played, I played all the sports, and I think it's important to play all the sports. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, but that, that was my love. And so Jamal, I mean, it's crazy. He started playing. I never wanted him to start playing at six years old. I'm going to keep it 100. But he was a big kid. All of his friends, we came. We were coming back from a summer trip um, um, out to the West Coast, and all of his friends was at football practice. So he's like, "Let's! I want to take me up there." So I took him up there. He runs sprints with the kids at six years old. He runs by everybody. I'm looking at him. I'm like, well, "He's big. He's a big kid." And so you know, next thing you know, is I want to play, and I was like, "Not prepared for him to play at six. Seriously, I was like, "Oh man!" But man, his first game. <laughs> We played against Buford, and he got a, a high handoff, and it bounced up on his right up here, and he dropped the ball, and I was like, oh, no. Like his first carry in his first game, that sucker picked up the ball, turned around, and stepped on a little six-year-old kid and went the other way 50 yards. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> a natural way. It's in the genetics. I was like, in the way his first play, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to hear this to the end of it, man. So he's, you know, it's funny. He plays, he plays, he plays defense right now. He's big. He's he's about he's almost six three. He's bigger than me. Yeah, and he's about he's about two hundred pounds right now. He's only a sophomore. So we, we yeah, know. I've been following. I've definitely been following all of that. Um, yeah, your daughter is ill. You just got a talented family over there. But it's it's only natural that it, that was going to happen anyway. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you. We're very proud of them. My my daughter Mia is at UGA on the track team, yep. so we're yep. we're excited about her. She's she's doing really well. I just had my oldest daughter graduate from UGA with honors, so that wow. was fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. So and, um, my other son is out in California working. So everybody, man, I'm we've been really fortunate, um, and blessed. And their mom is fantastic, and she's done an amazing job with them. So we, we've been lucky, man. And we'll see what happens, man. We're excited to see where he's going to go. He's, oh, he's got, yeah, he's got some time. And so you never know. You know, we need three Jamal Landers, right? We got to make up for double A's. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. You had to bring this man up, man. No, no, Paul. Listen, man. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. No, he's a good, he's such a good dude. I hate one that because it's like, you know, it turns into that thing, and I, I wanted to see it work out. Ah, listen, man, my energy wow. is always wow. my energy is always where I want to see guys win. Oh, yeah. Like you know, Tack, I think of him, and I think of Big Beasley. Where I would literally, because I've been around Big Beasley, and I'm like, God, he's such a sweetheart. I, I, you know, you don't want to like he's such a good dude, and he's got great energy, and he's so good in the community. Like I'm like, geez, I, I would not, I would hesitate to send things that I wanted to say, being tough because I liked him and I wanted to see him do well and I didn't want him to have a fragile psyche. He follows me and I'm like, I want to be supportive. Mm -hmm. like, I want to see guys like that win when, when you, everything about him, like when you meet him, you're like, damn man, you just want to hug him. He's such a good dude. He's got great energy. <laughs> He's so nice to everybody. You know what I mean? You want to see guys like that win. 
And so that was like my thing where I was like, I just wanted it to work out so badly for him because everything else about him was like A1, you know? But you got fans in this fan base, man, who, you know, if you don't perform to their level or whatever, they'll run you out. They'll cut your throat. You know, the thing is, man, I think think everybody needs to recognize that, um, you know, young players have a maturation process that they have to go through in this league, you know? Every now and then, mm-hmm. somebody's going to come in their first year, and they're going to light it up. And the first time they're starting, they're going to light it up. I mean, Pat Mahomes is doing what he's doing, but he sat for a whole year, you know, before mm-hmm. they made that decision. And it's like, guys got to – you guys still got to learn this game. This is the next level. These are the best players in the world, man, you know. Exactly. And so you got to have some patience now, you know, you don't want to be like my my only problem with some stuff about it is like, you have some kind of extra foolishness going on, and you know I, I was talking about Vic and I'm talking about Tack because some of the stuff where I'm like, man, get off social media. No, I'm saying like get off get off of there, get off of there, or like if you're gonna be that person and you're gonna be that way, which I'm about to, I'm like, hey. I couldn't imagine this day and age, like dealing with social media when with the guys playing because I know I talked on the field. Like I'm a talker. They had me mic'd up. I was talking. Okay, I was letting you know that I was bringing business to you. But you, know you proved saying? it though. You proved it. You better right. know. Right, but, so my, but 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 I'm saying when you when you when you are play the game like that, you know, good and bad things happen, and you just got to be able to deal with those ramifications and repercussions. Or prepare yourself in the best way possible each and every week. And I think sometimes where I'm like, zone in on, okay, I know you want to be popping on social media. Zone in on that game first, and all of this other stuff will fall in line. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you care about your craft, and I cared, like, I wanted to be one of the best running backs. I used to say to guys, I used to say to them guys, um, you know, hey, I'm a um, – I don't care if they bring Barry Sanders in here. I'm going to compete with anybody. Now, I didn't want to see Barry Sanders. But my attitude is I'm coming to play. <laughs> I'm coming to battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying I'm better. Obviously, right. I'm not saying I'm better than Barry Sanders. But I'm saying I'm coming to compete each and every time. This was this was my attitude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that, that was my thing where I sometimes, like, come on, dude. Like, you have a gig to do here. Um Focus on focus on that, especially if you're a young player. Don't involve yourself in all the other stuff. Learn your craft, man. Learn your craft because if you can excel at yep. if you can excel at this this thing here, you're only going to help and make everybody else around you better, man. You know, but it's your, the your personal age, improvement man. is going to improve the team. But it's the social media age, like these young players. You know, they you know they they get the recognition. They feel like they get the recognition from the fans. That's all they need. Like, I'm not saying that's tech, but you know, when Tack got yeah, drafted no, draft no. night, when Tack got drafted draft night, you know, he, you know, cussed on, you know, on the stage or whatever. Everybody, oh man, yo, man, we got a dog kill. We got a dog kill. I'm like, okay, man, y'all gotta just calm down. He ain't <laughs> played a snap yet. Let the man play a snap. Right. And they see how he like, wasn't how he Prime played. interviewing him though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Prime, yeah. Prime, Prime, Prime put that gap, Prime put that Prime put that uh let it pump in his back. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and that's the thing, and that's, and that's the thing, man. Like he, you know, for the pat for the few years, not this year though, he calmed down on it. 
But yeah. you know, last year we you played before we played I, Minnesota, he said three sacks, easy work. Like this is before yeah. we played Minnesota, yeah. and then got without yeah. that, and like he didn't even perform in that game. Like, yeah, you gotta see, talk, I'll, you know. Yeah, I would say about his about his uh draft thing because I thought it was I, I loved it and I thought his energy was great and you know it's a once in a lifetime thing to have your name oh, yeah. called on that stage. So I had mm-hmm. I loved what he did. I had no no problem with with none of that stuff. But um you're right, man. I just feel like you know, you get you gotta get you gotta get you gotta work on your crap man and, and work on like you know what matters to you because this is now, this is a career, and especially now, and the positions and the money that you can set yourself and your family up for your life, man. And so it's like I see some stuff sometimes where I'm like, some of these guys, I'm like, wow, why, why, why don't they, why don't they put forth, you know, the effort that it seems like okay. it matters to them to to want to be successful, because you know it could be it could be a different thing, uh, you know, and. You know, this team this year, I feel like, um, you know, some inexplicable things have happened. Like, and some of those losses were too, it was like crazy, you know? But, like, I know, see, I, I, I call those three games where they lost, and then I think they should have beat Carolina too, you know? And so I'm like, I'm looking at those things, and I'm like, man, this team, you just never know what could happen, you know? And so we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But it's not going to get easier because they got to play the Saints and the Bucks twice, you know? So that kind of leads me into, like, what I was going to ask you like, about. You say your dinner hits a little bit different, like, if the Falcons lose, right? So when you're watching, how much of you is actually, like, since you've played and you were, you know, so much involved, how much of you is able to just watch the game as a fan as opposed to a former player? You know, how, how do you control that? Um, well, I mean – so my tack is always, I guess, from the fan side, is always wanting to see them be successful. You know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah. always situationally watching as a former player, you know? Right. And then so, like, having, I guess, too, it's different. Like, when I broadcast games on ABC and did actual networks, I see things, like, and when I watch film, it's like I see things from a different perspective. So, like, exactly. we come out, we come out in certain situations, and I'm like, hmm, why? Are you, I'm trying. Why is it trips right in third and two in this situation? I'm trying to figure out like already what's going on. You know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you know that, you know that meme with all the numbers running by the screen. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm already trying to. I'm already situationally. I used to call plays from my kids' team. We won a bunch of championships on the youth level. So I'm not trying to say I'm like, but I, I prided myself, and this is one thing with, like, June Jones. And, again, as I was saying with Mike Vick, I knew all of the checks with Vick. And Reeves trusted me. He was like, so if you have any if you have any doubts about whether or not you should be checking out a play, look back at Jamal. And I knew all of his checks. You know what I'm saying? I knew the defense, what the defense was supposed to be this. Because. I think a lot of people forget, like, I spent one whole offseason in 96 working at slot receiver. And so, like, that next year, I had, like, 50-something catches in the run and shoot. I didn't even play running back the whole spring. June Jones made me a slot receiver. So, like, I had to know all the layers. And so that's kind of how I see the game, too, you know? Can I ask you a question about that? Kind of expand on that a bit. But first uh – where can we get that that 
That's why I got it, bro. Yeah. How can we get that, man? Yeah, this, this is the Dirty Bird line. You see the logo? I can't even tell if you can see it. Yeah, we can see it. Yeah, that's That's cold. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, look at the helmet. Oh, he got the whole line up there. Whoa. You have a website, Jamal? Hold on. We're out of stuff now, but I'm going to launch something again. We are literally out. But I only did a very limited, I only did a limited line, and I'm going to do it again because everybody's been on me. So, like, that's one thing I'm doing in the next couple of weeks. So, we will have stuff out, and I'll post a link and stuff before Christmas. Oh, shoot us a message. Let us know so we can yeah, go ahead and Let us know sure. before you. Yeah, let us be the first yeah, one please. on it. Hold on. Yeah. I want that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this, Ooh. Yes. this is my helmet from 98. Wow. This is wow. my helmet from that season. Wow. So I can do show it though. I don't know if you guys care. Oh, wow. I can tell. Hey, I can tell that's ninety eight because I see a lot of fingerprints of defenders trying to tackle you. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> this was. You remember this? Ooh, yeah, that's that my favorite. That's my favorite right there. <laughs> we wore this in ninety four. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh yes. So wow. I had to. I had. I, I wanted to keep mine, so I had everybody on the team sign it. Wow. Of course, I signed on the Falcon. Oh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because you, Jamal, uh, you got to make sure. No, you... <laughs> you know who's on this helmet? Like Jeff George, Bobby Abair is on here, um, DJ Johnson, Ricky Sanders. Remember, we have Ricky Sanders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I this is... Yeah. I oh, yeah. We, we, um, old, old, old school fans. Way so back. We definitely, yeah. way back. Ricky Sanders was a baller, man. It was great to have, yeah. it was great to have that guy. Oh yeah, so everybody want that merch. So we definitely waiting on you and make sure you hit us you up know. exclusively so we yep. can be the first to put it on and wear it on the next show. Okay, we'll rock it. We'll, rock it. we'll definitely rock it. I'm a two X, by the way. You be coming you just be coming out the dark. I already know who be cutting up when y'all get together. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all we do. <laughs> It'd be that one too. That's yeah, I Ooh. see. I see. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm the innocent all right. one on here. <laughs> all right, so go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Jay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I would like to see. I mean, I think it would be great. Um, you know, they got an uphill battle, but I think it would be great to see competent football, um, a tough team, and to see, you know, Raheem get a good shot, you know. I know that they're going to be critically judging him, and who knows how much of what previously happened is going to be attached to him, you know, from, from Quinn's regime. But, you know, if they – it appears energy is different, and, and I don't know. Again, I think all those guys like Dan Quinn, but it, you know, it's a little, it's a little more oomph in their step right now. And so, mm-hmm. I would oh, yeah. love yeah. to see. Yeah. I, although I wouldn't, you know, Eric enemy is 
know, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen, yeah, man. But I would like let me, to see. Let me give you a name. Let, let me give you. A, let me give you a name. Let me give you a name of a, of a coach <laughs> that I know. I not know him, but I know he will turn the tide, especially on this defense, because we've been historically just been bad on defense, man. Hey, uh, man, he'll run it back. Uh, he worried about uh, running back, man. Oh, uh, no, man. No, 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 no. He know. He know about. He know about man. He know every side of the. You know, I was all state linebacker. You were. I was all. I was hey, all state look. linebacker. Yeah. Oh, so you, you, you talk. You talk. Brought you in for outside linebacker, didn't they? Well, no, but I was. I would have loved to play. I thought. I thought <laughs> they were gonna give me a chance to go both ways. I was trying to be Woodson, bro. I would have loved to do it. Trust me. Um. So I don't even. It would have been. It would have been kind of hard. But I wish. I wish I would have had a chance to play. I, I really wish that I would have been like six. Two and like three hundred <laughs> pounds because I wanted to be. I would have rather have been a nose guard. If I had my druthers, I would have been like Warren Sapp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But what man, I was saying though, what I was saying about coaches, though, talk, man, you could have been a nose. Yeah. I mean, Grady was what? what? Yeah, Grady's six feet tall, three hundred, two ninety. Man, you could have been there. Yeah. yeah. But that was a different right. time. That, that was a different time. They, they had bigger guys. It was bigger guys back then. You had right. guys like Ted Washington who was yeah. like six, yeah. six, five, six, three hundred. Hey, I'll, like, I'll tell you a great story, man. So, you know, we played the last game in Milwaukee County Stadium, okay? Mm-hmm. With Brett Favre yeah, and the Packers, with Sterling Sharp. Actually, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the game Sterling Sharp, his last game in his career. Brad Edwards hit him. They played mm-hmm. together in South Carolina. So, yeah. anyway, pregame. I'm out there like doing warm ups and stuff. I'm out there doing warm ups and stuff for Ironhead, and I'm like, I'm standing like on the white of the field and like the sidelines right there, and I'm like, I feel something, and I'm like, now nah, I know they don't have earthquakes in Wisconsin, bro. I, I turned around. Wait a minute. I turned around, and Reggie White was running by me. Wild <laughs> chase. That man, hey, I turned man. around. This is the first, mind you, this is the first time I'm seeing Reggie White. I turned around and he's running, and I was like, "What in the hell is that?" True story. Hey, I actually teach at the high school that Reggie White went to. Man, I miss that guy. I miss that guy yeah, all the time. Man. Everywhere in this school, man. Every everything like you can go like in the gym, like everything on the walls and stuff. Trophies, Ridge White. Yeah, I, you couldn't. You really couldn't be. You really couldn't be a better. A real. You really couldn't be a better person. You know, when we played together in the Pro Bowl and being around him and just how his energy was, and he was a big Muhammad fan and he knew my background with my dad. And Mm-hmm. But man, he was so. Even the stuff that we went through after the Super Bowl, man, he was. Eugene, we're all at the Pro Bowl, man. Reggie let him have it, but it was like funny and not like personal. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, Reggie did it in a way where it was like, you gonna oh, get man. it anyway, you know? But it was mm-hmm. like. I knew you gonna get that just, anyway. What you paying yeah. for? <laughs> yeah. He, he was just a. He was just a different dude, man, and um, he was really, really good dude. So I miss him a lot, man. Cause they played on the same team, though, uh, Eugene and uh, Reggie. They did. Yeah. No, they did. They were great <laughs> friends. Yeah. No, yeah, Reggie loved that man. Reggie loved him, and so yeah. You, listen, man, Eugene Robinson was a, a fantastic teammate. I, I, I love him to this day. 
Uh, he was a great leader for us. He he changed the way he came in the locker room. And again, that's what I was talking about, having veteran leadership. You know, Ray Buchanan was our ace, no question. Ray was locked down corner. But, you know, Ray was Ray was wild, too. You know, Ray was about that life. You remember Ray climbing the dude in the end zone? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Was, oh, yes. So it, it was good to have guys like Will, William White and Eugene Robinson who were veterans, savvy, smart, great leaders. And then, you know, obviously having Ronnie Bradford. I mean, I, I love all of those guys. And that's one one of my fond oh, memories of yeah, man, one of my – we this team, and I guess I could kind of say that, but the special teams, those bombs you always have, you know? So, like, I'm, oh, when yeah. Robbie Tobek left my center, when Robbie Tobek left, man, I was disgusted. And then he went out there to Seattle, and um, Sean was getting all those yards. I was like, dog, I want my center back, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we're still yeah. great friends. Yeah. But yeah, I was saying, by far as the coaching go, like I, I know Eric B. Enemy is is Eric Hound a lot oh, of people yeah. this, but yeah. a lot of a lot of people not sleeping. A lot of people sleeping on this man right here, Don Martindale, the defense oh, yeah. coach. Um, yeah, Wink. yeah, yeah, he's. I think he'd be good for the Falcons, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 it, it, he possibly could be. You know, some of that stuff. And a lot of things with coaches and and uh, from the administrative side, administrative side of it, that's one thing that I like. Um, I think from an attitude point of view, um, you know, there's no question about it. You know, we want to see, you know, you want to have an attitude. You want to see toughness. I mean, I'm jumping up and down when Keanu Neal runs through somebody. So I'm, I'm, oh I've been so frustrated Woo! for him. I've been so frustrated for him because, you know, not only has he been – the big thing about being hurt is he doesn't get a chance to mature and prosper mm-hmm. and make plays the past couple. And so it's like playing catch-up. And what – you know, when you have a Steve Atwater built talent at safety, it's a different mentality, man. And so I'm glad to see him mm-hmm. um, making plays. I'm glad to see him getting his legs underneath him. Um, but, you know, obviously it's been tough. With him being hurt, this is the obvious, you know, unfortunately part of football. But there's no doubt about it, man. I I want a tough defense. I want a defense that yeah, you know. We need people scared of us. At this listen point, here, man. Nobody. Listen here. Give me a defensive end like Chuck Smith every Sunday, please, because yes. that was a hunter. Yes. I'm telling you now, and and I'm talking about. From the intensity in our practices, when we used to go and Chuck and Bob went up, you know, we used to do Oklahoma drills, and it would be Bob in front of me, and then Chuck, and they was ready. These are best friends, they lifelong best friends, uh, and they ready to stop. Okay, I mean that's how it was, and when we run a nine on seven period, you know, they're not necessarily tackling me, but you know, Jesse, Jesse, not about to let me do him. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be. And when we were running, I remember we we would do goal line period. It'd be live goal line period. This is what made me so mad when I got hurt in 2001 because I felt like we had something that season. And then I got hurt, and then it was like one thing. <clears throat> but the attitude on that team, and I remember doing live goal line. And I was talking to you know, Keith Brooking and Jesse and them. Y'all can't stop me. Y'all, I mean, I'm, y'all not going to stop me. Man. I spent through and ran and broke outside. It was like, oh, he about to start a fight. 
But th- this is the way good teams. This is how you become good teams. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's not personal, but we going at it. We battling, yeah. and you know, one on one, me and Jesse in the in the drills. Jesse trying to lock. Ain't no way Jesse could cover me. Well, but I mean, he's trying to lock me down, and like Brooking made a whole point of like, oh, you're not gonna beat me. You know, Brooking can run, and dude has size. But we made each other better, man. It was mm-hmm. all that battle, and that's how it is. And that's how that attitude happens. And that's how you start uh, being able to have success, man. Pushing each other and, and coming with a certain attitude, you know? Be willing to work, you know? Be willing to work. And uh, somebody said, Patrick Kearney. I'm laughing because I remember. <laughs> See, I remember I held out, unfortunately. I had to get my money. So we drafted Kearney. <laughs> Remember, we drafted Patrick Kearney, and I showed up in a helicopter breaking my breaking my uh. Wow. <laughs> Boy, listen here. I I <laughs> Y'all. Hey, so my dad not only worked for Muhammad Ali, he worked for Michael Jackson. I was dramatic by nature. Okay. Hey. So Daddy. I was um. I remember the first day I'm in pads and Bob Whitfield's like, okay, man, you know, this rookie, this Curry rookie, you know, he keeps, like, he's trying to rush full out where Bob is, like, trying to do, like, the pro stuff where he's like, come on, man. And he's like, all right, you know, so this is what I'm going to do. This kid, you know, Patrick was out there, like, he was trying to be Lawrence Taylor. And, you know, it's, like, late in practice. Bob Whitfield ain't trying to do all of that foolishness. So we run in the team here, and Bob told me, he said, I'm going to short set him. And I said, oh, man. So Bob's going to short set him. And I'm I'm standing behind the guard. I'm tucked. You know me. I'm like this. I'm standing behind the guard. And Bob comes out and short sets Patrick Kearney. And he comes flying around. Bruh, I came from the guard. And I launched from my feet. You know the juggernaut, the juggernaut superhero? I launched from my feet at Patrick Kearney like this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hit him so hard. I hit him so hard it took him out. Bill Colon lost his MF mind. Oh, he lost his mind. Oh, Bill Colon. Bill Colon lost his mind. He could not contain himself. He was so mad at me for trying to take out his new his new toy. And I was like, Patrick Kearney, I was like, welcome to the NFL, kid. Hey, that's how you look. Hey, that's how you got to do it, though. That's it, yeah. yeah. I love you, Patrick Kearney. Practice, I'm telling you, practice is you get battle-tested in practice. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting battle tested in practice, how do you think you're going to perform in the game? That's what I'm telling you. I, I, I can, I can, I can tell you right now. I directly attribute some of my success because when, when I was doing scout team, they was like, "Oh, you got to be Barry Sanders this week." I honed in. I mean, if you, if you remember, if you look at tapes and stuff, like my jump cuts and sharp cuts, man, I was on that stuff. But I honed in all of those skills. Doing scout team, getting lit up in certain situations and trying to run through the defense. And when there wasn't any real blocking, what were you going to do? Can you make plays happen? I, I was like one of those people that took pride in, all right, you don't really have to block, but if you can hold it for a second, I'm going to get through. I'm going to find a lane. I'm going to find a way to have success. You know? And we obviously, obviously we, had a, we had a good line. We had a, 
Them boys were, them boys were putting in man, work. Your acceleration was something serious, man. I, I just got to say that. Your acceleration for such a big guy, was it, it was top notch. I, I don't remember a lot of big guys moving accelerating. I tell you, until, you until that my, my, my Michael Turner could roll. Michael Turner had a great top end speed, too. Oh, and yeah, he was, murder. It was like a bowling ball, man. But when that dude, I was like, whoo. I remember looking at him that first year. I was like, he came way too close to my numbers. <laughs> you know how you'd be in the stadium room for somebody? He'd be like, all right, homie, slow down, dog. Slow down, dog. When, he, when, Turner, when Turner hit like 1,400, I was like, all right, Mike. <clears throat> Back up, dog. Back up. <laughs> nah, he was a, it, what a great player for for the organization for a number of years. But I, lo- you know, I love the way he played and how he, man, that dude should drop his shoulder on people. But again, it was a mentality, man. He was a, he was yeah. a finisher and he was tough. Mm-hmm. And what what a great asset for a rookie quarterback to have a running back like that, you know. And I think yes. that oh, yes. really helped Matt Ryan out. Obviously, having Julio and Roddy White didn't ha- didn't hurt. So, yeah. but you know, I'm like that man. Like, I love Roddy. Love Roddy. I would have loved to play with Roddy White. That's my I know. guy. He's great. Yeah, yeah love his attitude. And that's you know, that's that's the kind of guy. That's what they need in the locker room right now. Yeah. Attitude. yeah, you know, I think Calvin really is outstanding. Um, I really, I watched Julio. I almost, I almost called him in high school. Oddly enough, but I saw him play three times when he was. At Alabama, um, and just something about him. Uh, even though Roddy was uh, is is a unique guy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and he was mm-hmm. him and Julio, him and Julio are very close. Um, Julio never changed who he was and how he was, you know. So mm-hmm. like Roddy gonna say some stuff where you gonna be like Roddy gonna pop off, and that's just he who Roddy is. He gonna tell you how it is. He don't care if he hurt your feelings. Hey, like, hey, you, you real though. That's what I'm saying, and and you and what you going to say, you know, he he backs up his stuff, but I'm saying Julio's never been like that, and um, you know, I just love you know that he's the best receiver in football, but he's also like a hard hat dude, you know, a yeah. dude, a dude mm-hmm. like a construction foreman. It's like just going to work, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a question for you. Yeah, he got to play. He got the work. Um, February February fifth. 2017 third quarter. What was your feelings in that game and around that time in the third quarter when we was up 28-3? Yeah, so I know we got to talk. I know we don't want to talk about it. it's a touchy topic, but you know, I just want to you know hear from you. Well, you know, I mean, we were all celebrating, you know, straight yeah. up. And I was I was hosting, I was I had a big appearance after the game for like an hour. I was hosting something. We were all like already, you know, we were all talking about how Houston was going to be, like how lit it was going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? It was very much like, you know, obviously they're completely different games, but if you were in Miami, man, the city wanted us to win. Like everybody there was riding for the Falcons, you know? And that's how it was in Houston. Like, you know, the Patriots are like the de- the, the evil empire. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, they have their <laughs> yes. core fans. But, like, you know, the casual fan on the street, it was like everybody was riding with us, you know? And so, you know, it was, it was um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's hard. 
I can't even talk about it like I like I was on the field with them. You know what I'm saying? Like because I know what that was on how Fox much... Five. <laughs> That's yeah. my fame. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a it's it's crazy. You know, it's crazy how it happened, and I just it's hard to it's hard to really uh, wrap your head around it. Um, that 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 it went down like that, but it did. You know. Man, we was all shocked. Like I, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, I've been a fan of this team for like thirty some years. All right, and we was up twenty eight three. I'm like, this is too good to be true. I'm like, you know, and I'm type person. I don't, I don't celebrate to the clock to the clock hit three zeros. And like, I'm like, you know, everybody, everybody shouting, and you know, I can text messages from my cousins, my brothers, and stuff. I'm like, look, y'all, the game ain't over yet. Like, let's, (laughs) let's, let's calm down. You know, and like man, as a full quarter, that. we got in the full quarter, and I'm like, oh man, we about to lose this game. I, you know I what? Though? I didn't think that. I didn't think that. I didn't think that. Neither. I didn't think that until the end. Neither. No, because we played. We were playing so well. Exactly. Um, we were playing so well. I, I just thought. No, me either. I thought that something was going to work out, and you know, it was it. a dominant. It was a dominant game, and so I just, for me. Um, you know, yeah, I don't. I'm almost speechless when we start. You know, it's crazy. But I did, I just didn't think that was. Gonna, I didn't think that was going to go down. I was excited for everybody, man. And like, I remember somebody was like, "Oh, they'll be the greatest Falcon team." I'm like, "Bro, I don't. I don't care about that. I wanted a championship for the city. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wanted, That's all we wanted. We wanted a parade wanted, again. Yeah, I wanted a championship for the guys. How how hard it is. And I wanted a championship. Let me say this for the overall attention of the franchise, okay? So then you couldn't, you had to give me a good excuse why we didn't have a week of highlights because we won Super Bowl too. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it was like, you just never know what that type of victory is going to overall do for the franchise and what would have happened the past couple of years. So that's what I care about. Like I, I came here when it was a certain way. And this how my energy is always. This how my energy is always gonna be. And so, like for me, I I I ultimately want the ascension of the franchise where we are. I'm trying to like, if I could do something about putting us in the upper echelon in this league, I would do everything I could to do it. But I don't play anymore. You feel me? Because I know how different it is when, you know, I think this could be one of those franchises because the city is diverse. Um, it's fabulous. Um, you know, the places to live, the neighborhoods, the people. I'm like, there's so many things about where we are that screams consistent championships that I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, that's my thing. Look at the stadium. I mean, it's Atlanta, man. Everybody want to come to Atlanta. Like, everybody want to come to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it's like, I know what that championship would mean. And then, you know, what it would mean to just put a consistent winner up there and, and give us a shot every year. And that's really where my, that, that's where my energy is. I just had that dream of, you know, you know, when after you, you know, the post, you know, the post game, you know, they show the, the live for um, the live celebration and the, you mm-hmm. know, of the Super Bowl. And, you know, they have a former player walking down, walking down the aisle with the Super Bowl, handing it to the team. I just have that dream of Deion Sanders, you know, Yes, the rankings didn't want to pay this man. This man went off and won Super Bowl with another team. 
right? Just walking down that aisle. We went after we went our Super Bowl, walking down that aisle, giving us, you know, I'm not trying to sound like an entitled fan, but just no. giving us the Lombardi, Lombardi trophy, something yeah. that we should have been had in this city for years. Yeah. You know, give me give me Jesse Tuggle walking it out though. Yeah, we need hey, that, but they got to put him in the Hall of Fame, man. Like, I was being tough. They need to put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, I, I would, I would love to see Tommy, Tommy Lopez to do it, but it's too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It would be like, dope to see. That hurt. Be that hurt. They ain't put Jesse, him in the Hall of Fame. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's another. You know, that's a. I don't. Mike can. You know, one of the great tackles to ever play. It's a, it's unfortunate, man. And um, yeah, Jesse is like a crime, you know, from the guy yeah. who came from a free agency to what he did. I mean, really, he should have made like ten mm-hmm. Pro Bowls. I know that matters a lot when he started talking about this stuff. But because the mm-hmm. team wasn't consistently winning, I mean, I mean, his numbers are insane. Yeah, what is he? Two, yeah. three all time in tackles, you know? Yes. But we're not talking mm-hmm. about a dude yeah. that's like, we're not talking about six two, you know. Dude, we're talking about somebody like five eleven, six feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Who's really an undersized? Uh, well, not undersized because Jesse Chess was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's when in his prime. You know? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, Jesse built like a grown a grown man twice. That's why Grady's a monster. You know? But, um, <laughs> I don't want to say Jesse's like some little guy, but you know, it was like that linebacker, like Sam Mills, was a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like those dudes just came, those dudes just came differently, and they came hard, and it came every single time. Like I don't ever, you know. Let me see. The only, the only time I remember Jesse. So we played the Jets, and Jesse would. That was the worst game we had in 1998. No question. The Jets was like some weird anomaly for us. But I remember Jesse going out, and I was like, I was like. In like the third quarter or something, I was like, "Yeah, man, this one is a rap, boys." <laughs> you know, it's just sometimes it's not your day, and I was like, "Let me just try not to get, let me try not to get tattooed out here while we while we getting already tore up." You know, that was like the worst. That was that was the worst game we played like in two years, probably. Jamal, we can't have you on the show because everybody been asking. I've been holding it out, but. We gotta see the dirty bird. We gotta see the dirty bird. We gotta see it. <laughs> we gotta see it. If you can give it to us, we gotta have it. Hey, let me um hold on. Let me call Bone Crusher real quick. I'm playing. <laughs> hey, I was no, <laughs> no. I don't ever do this. I wonder can I still do this dance? Hold on. You can do it. He's about to do dirty bird. <laughs> I'm excited, y'all. You know how excited huh? I am. <laughs> I'm excited. Let's go. That was my dance. Oh. <laughs> That's the OD. And it still looked good. So That's just you ain't for the lost a step baby. with nothing. That's right. Go. That's right. You got to do it for no. the fans. I don't care about anybody else. You got to do it for the fans because they... Right now, they really excited you. This is an honor, honestly, for yep. you to be here. Like, we've really wanted to give this to our fans. It's been a pleasure, honestly. Like, no, you are my cool number one. You, you are definitely Thank my favorite. So I have a picture with you that I tailgated with you before, and I, I hold that picture dear because it's like I'm meeting a legend. 
because I grew up I watching it. it. I, I, I grew say, up I watching say, all that you do. I say this sincerely. There's no greater honor to me than when people approach me and say that they like the Falcons because of me or because they started messing with the Falcons because of me and that they're still Falcon fans to this day. It is the greatest honor of my career. It was an honor for me to come here to do what I did and to represent the team um, on the national level and to try to um, to try to bring a champion and a winner here and to bring the right attitude. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it is. That so. year was electrified. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. That's gonna be the greatest year Amen. we ever had. Cause honestly, we wasn't even expected to be there. I know mm-hmm. it was like they weren't even mm-hmm. thinking the Falcons was gonna be there. So right. just to, just to have what? all I'm of that, that this. was just amazing. I'm gonna say, say this before we end it. But I think that's you guys beating Minnesota is the reason why the national media hates Atlanta because you guys messed up so many people's Super Bowl and expectations that year by spanking that I would agree um, in some aspects except that that could be true for some people who may have picked them but there were a lot of people that we were entertaining too though you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but we were we were entertaining, man, and we had fun, and obviously celebrating and stuff. But we had fun out there playing the game, and I think that um, it was high schools doing your dance. I'm telling you, it was right, schools, right, yeah. schools. Right. Yeah, doing we had your the dirty dance. bird. Yeah, I was in, I was in elementary school, like the uh, Super Bowl send off. Like we was like doing the dirty bird. Everybody, we had recess the whole <laughs> yeah. day. Like we had all we, we learned nothing that day. Yo. We just doing the dirty bird. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, you what, know. one of the best, one of Best moments in my career. Um, I'm sorry if I cut you off. You good, man. Okay. One of the best moments in my career. I did not know when we were leaving to go to um, to go to to Miami that there was going to be any type of parade. I don't know if that was planned or what. But, like, when we were leaving um, to go to Miami and people surrounded the streets and everything else was happening. Oh, was, that was like, amazing. At one point, I told the dude, like, we were in limo, and I was like, yo, stop the car, man. Like, it was it was just a different energy in the city. And, it like, was. for the I city. for that. Yeah, it was dope. But for the, city, <laughs> for the city to have a parade for us, man, I got unbelievable pictures and memories from that because it was the first time, um, you know, even in the go well, it was overwhelming. And so, man, I, those... Those things will forever keep me attached to not just Absolutely. the city uh, and the franchise and the fans, you know. So regardless of what happens, and I'm sure we'll see, but regardless of what happens with them and the fact that I'm not recognized as a legend for them, I know my place. So we're gonna get among, it. We're gonna get it. So we're gonna get I'm you. Not there. Even, I'm not even tripping, man. It's all good. Fans, a, get in here and ESP and anybody. Falcons, yeah. y'all got the address. Y'all need to make noise about this guy right here, because honestly, he needs to be under. Exactly. I appreciate y'all. It was a, it was a pleasure to hang out with y'all, man. We gotta oh, do. We gotta oh, do it's it no again, problem. So. Hey, man. No, another, another, another thing before you leave, man. I'm gonna be honest. Like I was like wait, 11 years old in '98. Well, 10 going on 11. And like before that, I was you know I was born into a Falcons fan. You know we mm. you know I'm from Atlanta. You know Zone Three, Fords County Stadium, right? Like, what two blocks away from the house? And you know I'm like okay, I'm a Falcons fan. And like you know you, all those years before we lose and this stuff, and I'm like, you know as a kid, little kid, like why am I? You know 
you and you and um Chuck Smith, all these guys, look, y'all made me proud to be a Falcons fan. Yeah. In that 98. You know, and I always you know, I always wanted to tell you guys, you know, if I saw y'all, you know, you know, in person or you know, like Skype right now or you know, StreamYards, that I always want to tell you that y'all made me proud to be a Falcons fan. Yeah, and I still that, to this day, still to this day, I'm still proud to be a Falcons fan. No matter what, what our record is at the end of the day, I always I'm say, look, long we, long, we go, I'm gonna still be a Falcons fan. Long we at least two and fourteen, that we whoop the Saints behind those two games. <laughs> hey, that's, that's all I right. care about. <laughs> what I tell Mike Dicker? What I tell Mike Dicker? That's your blitz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. You know what's one of my <laughs> one of my favorite things? Like I, you know, we get into these little things, and I'm like, I mean, if you look at my number for Saints and the Panthers, boy, I used to destroy the division. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you, you, you knew they, they knew I was gonna give them the business every time we played each other. So <laughs> it's always fun to go up against those. Always fun to go up against those foes. I appreciate y'all, man. We gotta do this again. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm being your DM soon. Um, letting you know. I put my code you back. Here, here, here hit you up, too. You know, we appreciate yeah. you, man. We appreciate, yeah, appreciate you. Appreciate you. A pleasure, Thank man. You. My yeah. pleasure, man. I'm glad we got to talk for a while. Oh, yeah. Right, take care. It was the honor. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Man, that was fun. Oh, that wow. was, yes. Yes. That hey, was like that's, that's my legend, favorite. Man. That's that's it. Right. That, that's I follow him like a groupie. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it, I watch his family and everything. <laughs> it makes you feel like a kid, hey, man. It does. It, yeah. really does. it does. It does. It felt good, man. It felt great. It takes you back to those years. Like like Donna, that was a that was great, man. It really makes you go back and really think, like, man, we really started liking these guys because of him. Is that yeah. Being yeah. really prideful, yeah. being prideful about exactly. It. You're right I'm because cool. everybody says Michael Vick, but no, no, nah, it's Jamal Anderson, no. it's Jamal it's Jamal Anderson, Anderson. And Smith, and all those guys, man. Prime like, yeah. time, all of them. Yeah, and it's yeah. a crying shame the man ain't in the ring. I mean, it's a crying shame he ain't in the ring. It's a crying shame. That like, that that's that is. Man, we, we gotta, gotta start petition. We gotta start petition. That was saying Falcons fans. We gotta we gotta. Talk some shit. Get in there. GSHM. Look, GSHM, AFN, Feel the Sports right now. Everybody. We're going to start a petition. We're starting starting a petition right now, okay? We're going to get that. We're going to get that going around. That's right. Man, we done made it, y'all. We appreciate it. We truly appreciate it. You guys want to go ahead and plug your things real quick and Miss Maggie, uh, you know, close it for us. Clean the house, clean the house. Real. All right. Well, um, go ahead, Rick. No, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna say, man. Look, everybody who joined us live, uh, appreciate y'all joining us. Um, if y'all on AF, if y'all watching through AFN or Mad Mike Sports, hey, come on over to Feel the Sports Podcast and get us a uh, give us a, a subscribe, please. And also mm-hmm. share content out. We don't just cover Falcons. We cover Braves, Hawks, United. Mm-hmm. Uh, tech bulldogs, you name it, we cover it. Georgia State, Georgia Southern, like um, Atlanta, Atlanta, um, night Atlanta Gladiators, Georgia Swarm, all that. Like, come holler at your hometown sports podcast. It's your boy, the Dunn, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I almost Rick Flex over there, you know, he 
He's the um, baseball um, uh, analyst expert. 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 Oh, yeah. Expert. That whole expert. everything about that was amazing. He just had these, I don't know how he get his hands on these awesome bats, but man, I was like, you know what? I want to get in this competition because I want that bat. Hey, man. He's also, he's also, I didn't want to do it. I've been holding on. I got, man, wait till y'all see the Falcons helmets I got. I just hold on. You know what? I don't even want to hear it. Like, sure, I'm in the number one. But he also, hey Rick, he also the Trevor Lawrence um um uh, killer too. He, he killed these. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I ain't even Why you had to do that, man? Why Bro. you had to do that? You didn't have to oh, do that, oh, man. man. I just couldn't keep it. I can't keep taking it, man. Look, Falcons fans, I love y'all, but we don't need it. It ain't gonna happen. It's I just happening. did a show. I just did a little video. I was like, uh, we're not tanking. I'm sorry, well, we are you know, not tanking. I, 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 look, even if we. We're there at one. I still don't think we take them. That's just my opinion. Period. Yeah. Yeah. We, we first overall, we trading them. We trade him back. We trade him back. We go get more picks for this year and next year. And we go build us a defense. When somebody asked me about Trevor Lawrence, all I say is if the Jets do have the number one pick, I just wonder if the kid's gonna stay in college for another year. That's all I care about. <laughs> all right. Because you know what? Hey, Joe Burrow with the Bengals. I don't know how Joe Burrow is going to finish off the season. I mean, the dude's getting drilled. So, like, you know, do you want to set yourself up that? But, you know, you guys notify me on, on – uh, I'll be sitting there shooting out all the Braves stuff. Uh, today was the beginning of free agency for baseball, so uh, all Braves fans are pretty anxious to see what they're going to do with the moves. And uh, I'll be putting out some uh, content letting you guys know what the moves the Braves need to make and the moves that they'll probably make. So just stay tuned for that. And you can find all that on um, Fila Sports Podcast. Yep. He does his own sure. clip. It's called uh, a, a Flex for the Gold. And then, you know, me, I cover, you know, uh, Falcons and other content to call the Dunn's favor. So it comes out. All the coaches. All the coaches. Yeah, it's all in the official uh, head coach scouter for the Atlanta Falcons, by the way. Don't let other Falcons content creators fool you. You know, they, they, they uh, still in the sauce. For you putting on the done, and then they want to sit up and play around. You said it. You said it. (laughs) That's all we got to say on our end, but y'all go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, Mike, you wanted to say something before I clean it up? No, ma'am. This is your show. You do it. You can speak for me. Well, well, you already heard how you guys can find these gentlemen right here. Well, even though his face is not on here, but look, <laughs> we are affiliated with each other. So everybody should know all about uh, Georgia Sports Hospitality Media. Like he said, they do everything Atlanta. We don't have a local radio or newscast. Thank you. That will do this like, for every single sports in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So y'all have to follow these gentlemen right here. And also feel a sports. But also, you already know, Atlanta Falcons Nation and Matt Mike Sports. You, thank you for being here. We got Atlanta Falcons Nation to 500. We're trying to get to 1,000. So go ahead and hit those subscribes for every channel that you just heard. Make sure you give us some comments. Don't forget that. We would love to hear the feedback about this interview. How did you feel about it? If you want Jamal to come on back on, if you want some of that gear, make sure you remind us to remind him to drop that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was an honor to have this man on. But 
please, 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 please go back. If you know, please share, please share this, whatever streaming platform you're on right about now, make sure you share it to everybody. Tell everybody to come on over here and follow us and watch us no matter which place that you're following and liking. It doesn't matter because guess what? We are a team and we're affiliated with each other and we're going to run together regardless. Look at you're not going to see Mad Mike. You're not going to be seeing it done. You're not going to see Rick without one of our faces a part of it. So Look at, look at what Ultra Shadow said. He said GSHM is better than ESPN other media outlets. You ain't lying. Hey, you, Thank hey, you. For hey. you got that hey. right. You got that hey. right. Gotta say that. Yeah, yeah, we stick to the facts, you know. So exactly. and you get good interviews like that. That man just gave us his history. You're not gonna get that. He spoke from the heart. So you're not gonna get that anywhere else. Even ESPN would have cut him off quick. Yeah, this ain't a thirty for thirty. Like what? this ain't scripted. This is all live. Uh, you know what I'm saying? From the heart. Nope. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yep. But. Absolutely. With that being said, we're going to give y'all y'all Sunday evening back because, you know, it's still Sunday. And folks got to get up and go to work. ESPN no. is hot trash. Absolutely. <laughs> I see you, Magnus. I see you, Magnus. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. I would love to see them helmets in. again, too. Uh, we'll go ahead and make oh, sure yeah. we have a clip of that so y'all can see that. But please. I make sure uh, to, to bust out my Dion that I got signed. So throw back. I'll let y'all see, see it. See, see he's doing it again. You know what? We're going to go. Hey, I mean, <laughs> we can auction it off. You know what I'm saying? Do a little charity or something. We can do something to make something yeah. happen. The next interview is going to be at Flex House. How about that? That's what we're going to do. <laughs> but with that being said, this is Atlanta Falcons Nation, Georgia Sports, Hospitality Media, Fila Sports, and Matt Mike Sports. And of course, I'm Lush Exchange. Yeah, you already know that's unrelated, but got to throw my little self in there. No we appreciate y'all, but we're out of here. Hold on, Trey. Trey, Trey. We did, I, did, I did do, I ain't do a live, but I did a clip, but it was like wait, eleven o'clock after the game, so yeah. everybody was I tired. I did a post game. I did a post game yeah. little um, post. If y'all going to go back to AFN, I did something, but no, it was late. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely late. Who was going to be up that late? I fell asleep. I, I did lie. my clip. I put my clip up after the game. It was just like yeah. an hour after the game, but I did yeah. it though. So you can yeah. go to Feel Sports Podcast if you want to look at it. I always mm -hmm. put a um. We always do our um post. At the end of the game, so we yeah. always we got y'all covered, no matter where you, you want to. AFN, yeah, on, on Matt podcast too. Yeah, go on your streaming services. Also, don't forget the streaming services. You guys on Apple mm -hmm. as well as Spotify. Check it all out. We are everywhere, everywhere yeah. for you guys. All Absolutely. right, so check us out, man. There you go. There you go. Y'all know where to go find them. We got some things you can watch right about yep. now, and we yeah. out. All right, guys. Hello. Hey!